Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. This week on the podcast, I'm joined by Jennifer Watson. Jennifer is the social media manager for Agora Pulse, a podcaster and speaker. She's been featured in Chief Content Marketer Magazine and on stage Social Fresh Social Media Marketing World, Social Shakeup, to name just a few. Before we welcome Jennifer onto the show, just to say, if you haven't already connected with me online, please do so. Instagram these days is probably the best place to do that. It's Natalie underscore hot content. As I normally say, you will find some information about the podcast and work-related stuff, but also quite a lot of puppy and pony and countryside-related stuff as well. Also, if you're going to be at the uh, couple of upcoming events that we've got going on in our industry, Youpreneur Summit or Janet Murray's Content 2020 Sorted, please let me know if I might meet you there. It would be really great to catch up with a few of you. Just drop me an email, natalie at hotcontent.co.uk, and let me know if we can catch up. Let's welcome Jennifer. So, hey, Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Natalie. I am so pumped and excited to be here. Um, I, I love your podcast. I think it's amazing, and I love how short it is. Like, it's just... I can actually listen to it and listen to the whole episode without having to like try and listen to the rest of it three other times. Yes. <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying. <laughs> That's great to hear because I think I decided to, to make it short and sweet because like, yeah, you're usually on a car journey or going on a quick walk or a quick run and you never get around to listening to the second half do you, when you've had to cut it short. So <laughs> No, you don't. It's the perfect mm. amount of time. I love yeah. it. That's perfect. So it's absolutely fantastic to have you on today. Would you like to start off by sharing sharing with us what your one hot thing is today. Well, my one hot thing is just how to rock your live video. I think people get intimidated by live video. They're just not sure, you know, how to approach it, what they should do. And then that basically kind of paralyzes them and they just don't do it. But what they don't know is that the people actually do live video, they have the same fears as them as well, yet they just do it. They go for it because you know what? If you wait for perfection, it's never going to happen. And you know, things happen. It's technology. You know, even us getting onto this podcast, I couldn't get my audio to work and it happens. <laughs> you know, I was just like, or I got my audio. I just couldn't hear you. Yeah. But the, the, the thing is, you know, um, I've got some really good tips because I've been um, in the TV industry as well as the social media industry and done um, live video on, on TV, but also for social media. So I've got some really good tips that I want to share to get those people that are just on the edge and just need a little push to actually go for it and do it. Absolutely. That sounds great. And so you have had a, a really fascinating career so far, which has included television, but you also have a lot of experience with creating live video for social media. Isn't that right? It is. So I am a meteorologist by trade. Um, I got a master's degree in geosciences with an emphasis in meteorology. So I was on camera for five years. Um, and so I totally get, you know, 
when you're live, you're live, anything can happen and it has happened. Um, and then I started working at the Weather Channel as one of their social media specialists. And when I was there, we partnered with, with Facebook for a year. Um, we also did a lot of periscopes and Meerkat, if you remember that back in the day. Um, but we did so much live video live out in the field um, when there was different hurricanes and storms, uh, winter storms. And then we also did live video in the studio, but I would say we did about approximately 1,500 to 2,000 videos or more live videos. And so we've learned a lot. And the thing is you will learn a lot when you start doing live video and it won't always be perfect every time, but that's okay. But mm. it's, it's kind of fun. I love live video just for it's the way it allows you to connect to people around the world and have a two-way conversation. It's not just doing a video, recording a video and putting it, you know, on a social channel. It's actually, you're able to talk and reach people all around the globe, which is mm -hmm. so amazing and incredible. Absolutely. So where would you suggest that people get started with this live video? Well, so for me, I think you really need to, or for people out there, I think you really need to understand your fan base. Um, and, you know, Brian Fanzo, um, he's, he's, a, he's a really good friend of mine. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, just a little bit. Um, he always says, you know, go live or concentrate on the social channel where you feel most, most comfortable. Though some other people say focus on where your audience is. Hmm. And I would say, you know, I, I would say go for where your audience is, um, but also kind of where hopefully that's where you feel comfortable as well. Mm. But, you know, try out, you know, one first. Now I have a lot of experience in Facebook live and I feel like there's more value in Facebook live than sometimes Periscope. Um, but it is the one that I love the most, but I think what you need to do is come up with a plan and people love consistency. They love patterns. And so I think creating, you know, weekly content or having a weekly show, mm -hmm. um, will help people be like, okay, I know on Wednesdays at two o'clock, um, you know, Natalie is going to be live every single day or, you know, every week and they look forward to it and kind of train them to, you know, actually go watch the live. And mm -hmm. it's also okay though, if you are, a company that sells a service or a product that if you're talking about a new product release or service release, you can go live, you know, anytime and talk about that too. But I would try to create a strategy of, you know, why you would want to go live and the topics mm -hmm. to go live. Um, and my tip is always, if you can't go live for more than five minutes, then you probably shouldn't go live and you should make it a video because the, the whole point of live video is making it long enough so people can join in and, and join the conversation. Ah, interesting. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. Because I was actually, while you were talking, I was thinking, I was thinking about the length of videos. So do you think there's such a thing as a live video being too long? No, as long as the content is exciting content. So yeah. when I when you know when you're doing live video if you haven't done it before you can actually see how many people are currently watching and you see the number go up sometimes go down and you're like oh no <laughs> and you know you got to make it more exciting again um but the thing is go live as long as you have content for mm. don't say i have to go live for 20 minutes because the you know, you might be done with talking about your content at 13 minutes and then you're trying to stretch, you know, remaining seven minutes um, to reach that 20 minutes that you set for yourself. And then, you know, the, the audience drops off. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, go as long as the content, you know, the content that you have. And, you know, for live video, they usually recommend about 10 to 20 minutes or more. Um, that's because, so you go live, but a lot of people can't join live right away or maybe aren't on their, you know, mobile device or computer and don't see it right away, but allows people to join you, start the conversation flow, and it can be a lot of fun. So I would say go about 10 to 20 minutes, but go as long as you have good content. Um, but don't try and stretch it if you're just trying to stretch it. Okay. And how important would you say it is to engage with the comments that you get? I would say that's very important. We have, um, I work for Agora Pulse um, right now and we have a weekly live show. And what I try to do at the beginning of the show, after I, you know, announce, be like, Hey, you know, uh, welcome everyone. I ask people to say, Hey, you know, if you're joining us, let us know who you are, where you're from, what you do, you know, how your week has been. But I, I try to keep them engaged, but I try to always recognize the audience at the beginning and so give shout outs because mm. everyone loves their name heard. And then, um, and I have an interview uh, weekly live show. And so after each question um, that my guest answers, I always look at the comments and say, yeah, and while you were saying that, so-and-so commented to this. So basically every couple minutes, I'm monitoring, you know, the comments and kind of giving shout outs because that makes it more conversational. There are some times where, you know, the content doesn't allow you to be as conversational, Mm. but um, the whole point of live video is to be able to have that, you know, two-way conversation. And, And that's what makes it so magical compared to just making, you know, posting an image or making a video and putting it online because, that two-way conversation is priceless. It builds that trust Mm. um, that people are looking for. And also it can help build community as well. And I think people like the fact that it's in its rawest form, don't they? And that actually anything could happen. I think that's part of the appeal (laughs) for for the, the audience at least. It is, it is. We did, so it's funny. Um, at my prior job, we did some really polished videos. So in the past, I've done very polished videos Mm. and then others in the field where it's just like super raw, there's wind and everything is just crazy. People love the raw and real over the polished, you know, they, they don't want to see you like, Oh, you know, it just basically is TV on, you know, a a social channel. They Mm. love the rawness of it. They want the behind the scenes, the real people. That's what people are craving nowadays. Mm. Um, And so those videos that I've done in the past, always raw and real outperform something overly polished. And it's funny, you'll find, you'll see a lot of people that'll do like, you know, I'll do a live video without wearing makeup. I'm, I'm not that brave yet, but, (laughs) (laughs) but but, you know, you're just like, holy, you know, they're, they're just, you know, being free and awesome. And I love that. And so people really um, relate to um, being raw and real. And, and the more real you are, the more relatable you are. And that's, that's what brilliant. people love. Because I think a huge barrier to video in general, people, is the fact that one of the barriers is that there's so much involved in terms of preparation before you can even start filming. So people feel that they have to look perfect and they feel that their background has to look perfect. The lighting's got to be just right. And actually often that's enough just to stop you doing it in the first place. By the time you've run through all those barriers, you've probably just given up. So the fact that with live video, you don't have to worry about all of that is fantastic. Yeah. And, um, I think, um, you know, Periscope back in the day, I think like three or four years ago, 
Um, you know, their whole point of being able to go live is to be able to bring other people to a new place or to a place where they couldn't be, mm. you know? So um, I, I think that's what makes live videos so unique. So if you're just like, oh, I'm watching this amazing concert or, you know, uh, an incredible sunset, you know, and the lighting might not be perfect, but it's better to go live than just to not go live, mm. you know? And so, but, but the one funny thing with you saying that is I have learned through my live video how important lighting and audio is, especially audio. If your audio is like crackly or just you're struggling so hard to understand it, people will just tune out. Yeah. So it is important, but it, it's really quick and easy to check your lighting, you know, and what I usually do before a live broadcast, especially if I'm walking around, I test the internet signal um, where, where I, all the places I'm going to be, the lighting, and then I double check the audio. And the funny thing about the audio, we've been live like at an airport before where you've got the huge loud uh, plane engines. And funny enough, you know, despite a lav mic you can get or a, a road mic um, or a unidirectional mic, the actual microphone on an iPhone is actually better a lot of the times than those. So you don't really? need fancy equipment. Uh, yes. It's amazing. I was shocked. I'm like, let's just check this video again and make yeah, sure. Yeah. And so, and, and it's true. And I, I would say, you know, to get started with live video, um, you need, uh, basically, uh, kind of a, a grip where you can put your phone in. So when you're, instead of just like holding your phone and your arms get tired, you know, because you're just like, Oh my gosh, I'm holding it. Um, they've got these multi cases. I love iographer. They have multi-cases for actually iPads, which is crazy, but it's a, it has separate grips. So you set your phone in there and then you hold the grip and it's more steady. And okay. so you're not shaking. So I would have that and just even just a small tripod to put on your desk. And those are like the two basic things you need to, to go live, but you really even don't need those. You can just hold your phone, but if you're looking for something basic, do that. And then you've got those mini ring lights too that can help with the lighting if you're kind of in a dim area. Amazing. So in terms of, it's great as well to hear that you don't need a whole load of equipment, but in terms of actually how to do it, obviously if you're just out and about, it's as simple as presumably you've got your mobile. If you're going live on Facebook, you can just do it directly from the platform. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else that the people need to consider that they, would they need a particular app on their phone or is it fairly um, straightforward? It's usually fairly straightforward. I think it's when you are not broadcasting when you're walking about, but when you are going from your computer and let's say you want to live stream on face, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, if you have, because um, they've LinkedIn beta, so not everyone can have um, LinkedIn live at the moment, um, but you can actually go live from all of those. Um, and to do that, if you want a professional looking live broadcast, broadcast stream. Um, there's Ecamm, uh, there's BeLive, there's StreamYard, and we recently switched to StreamYard okay. for ours. And I, I love StreamYard. It is amazing. It lets you have lower thirds where you can have people's name and title. Um, and it's very clean and you can pop people's comments. You see the live comments coming in from all the social channels from wherever you're streaming and you can instantly pop them on camera so people can see it. So you can do a, a, a more polished 
um, live broadcast and, and across multiple channels at the same time, which is also beneficial as well. So you can do it that way, um, which still works really well. And that's what we do at Agora Pulse. But then you can also, if you're, you know, walking around or out and about and you see something really cool and you want to talk about it, you can go live instantly from your phone too. Amazing. So there's lots of different options. Have you got any specific confidence tips for people out there who are, are either just getting started or just feel a little bit awkward on camera? So the best thing you can do is just to practice yeah. and but just actually click the record button and record yourself pretending you're live and watching it and critiquing yourself. Yeah. Um, and one, one tip actually that Brian, um, Brian Fanzo actually recommends, which actually I love is to start doing Instagram stories or Facebook stories. Oh, okay. And, and cause there again, you're not live, but you're going to build that confidence and you're going to see what people like and don't like, um, with how they engage in your stories. But, you know, you can always re-record it, but start doing stories. And, um, I believe actually Sean Cannell, who's a big YouTube expert, he had one of his, um, coworkers do stories to build confidence. Mm -hmm. And she did that for a year. And then when it was time to go live, um, she, you know, was confident and wasn't really stressed at all. And so just practice because when we all like if you watch people that go live you know we all have a little bit of nerves we're just like oh my god we're going live but then it's just like be calm and be yourself everyone wants you just to be yourself and have fun let your true self shine yeah Don't try to be anyone else absolutely and th i mean there certainly was a time where um you know the likes of facebook um you know live video was getting really really great engagement would you say it's still the case that you know live video is is up there in terms of what facebook will push out to um to users and it's funny that I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So people have seen, you know, the engagement go down a little bit in live video, but if you do it right, um, live video is still a thing. It's still, a, you know, hot and something that you should be doing, at least testing out um, and seeing if your audience is really going to engage. And one thing um, that one of my really good friends, Jen Herman, um, you can search her, she's Jen's Trends. She recommends, I interviewed her on my show, and she recommends doing something for four to six weeks before actually knowing if it's working or not. Because okay. that it takes that amount of time for people to learn, oh, wow, they're doing a, a new live show. Um, you have to test it a couple times and maybe even a couple different ways before it really works. But I do think live video is such a powerful tool um, in learning your audience and building that rapport, the community and creating super fans. I mean, it's just such an amazing way to build that strong connection um, with your fans. So final question, would you say that there was any sort of content ideas, types of, of topic which really lend themselves to live video? Um, I, I really like how-to videos, which you um, have mentioned before. Um, ask me anything, mm -hmm. product releases, product demos. One thing that people don't um, you know, struggle with is, you know, they don't have a lot of time and they'll buy a new product and they really don't understand the full capability of it. Mm. But once you do a demo and you're like, Hey, you can do this, this, and this, and it helps in this way. People are like, 
oh my God, I had no idea. And they're more likely to buy more products from you or even the same product to help in other things. Um, highlighting communities, there's um, a company in Wichita, Kansas, um, in the United States, that they do a live show every Friday that's not about them at all, but highlighting a company or a person in their city, in their community that's doing something good. And so you can do something about, like that that helps build community. Um, you can do behind the scenes of making of your product um, or, or other things. Um, one good company that does things really unique is We Are Cisco. You can um, search that on the social channels. They allow their, um, their employees to go live on their social channels that talk about, you know, you have an engineer that goes live, talks about being an engineer at Cisco. Um, hmm. Security. It, it's really neat. Um, yeah. You could do influencer takeovers, um, like micro-influencers, a weekly show. Um, and then really quick, you know, you might think that live video is a big undertaking, but there are so many cool ways you can upcycle your content. You can actually download your live video, um, you know, edit that into snackable chunks of, of fun videos that you can post on all your social channels. You can create audiograms, quote cards. Um, you can actually turn your live video into a podcast. And if you're not streaming everywhere at the same time, you could upload that live video to YouTube as well. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because yeah, once you've put yourself out there and gone to that effort, you may as well get the most mileage out of it, haven't you? Definitely. Yes, ex exactly. Some fantastic ideas there. Would you, uh, would you be able to round off by letting people know where they can find out more about you, where they can connect with you online? Um, you can connect with me on Instagram at Jennifer Weather. Um, just Jennifer Weather, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, Weather, W-A-E-A-T-H-E-R. Hopefully I spelled that right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, on Twitter at um, jwatson underscore W-X. Amazing. It's been such a joy to talk to yeah. you today as ever. I need to end on my one surprise question, which I ask all of my guests, and that is, do you know what you'll be having for your dinner tonight, Jennifer? Oh boy. Um, God, I love this question. question. I know. Yes. Um, I love spicy food. Okay. Um, I love Italian food as well, but I've been eating really bad. Um, because of Halloween coming up here okay. um, in the United States. I've been eating a lot of candy. So I'm going to go for a salad, a chicken salad. Oh, good and healthy. <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> yes. And then more candy tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> to make up for it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fantastic. Lovely to talk to you, Jennifer. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much too. Have a good one. This podcast is part of the You of the Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.